Beep, boop, beep. All right, boys, take it easy. You're just waking up out of cryo sleep. Take it slow. Okay. You guys are awake. You can, you can... <laughs> Not that what? slow. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit faster. Time, how much time has passed? Yeah. It's been, it's, well, as you know, we're on a mission to Mars and it's been 42 days. And we're all, but, you know, I need to check your cognitive abilities here because, okay. you know, the defrosting process can be tough. Uh, so, Matt, let's start with you. Okay. Please recite as many digits of pi as possible. Uh, 3.14159. Can you that's go any it. further? Nope. <laughs> I think that's Okay. All right. Let me write that down. Okay. All right. Um, Kyle. Okay. Your turn. Cognitive check. Mm-hmm. Um, can you name three movies we've watched, not including this week, for season four? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the Wailing. Okay. That, yeah. All right. <laughs> Since I've been reminded. <laughs> um, I know what you did last summer. Okay. Another gimme. <laughs> and... Uh, Ooh, um, Orphan? Okay. Yeah. It all checks out. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. <laughs> That's Matt. Hey. And this is the Boo Boys, our podcast where we try to turn Kyle... Hello. ...into a horror movie fan, one film at a time. And be warned, spoilers and spooks lie ahead. How you boys doing? Kyle, welcome back. Thank you. Um, it's good to be back. I listened to the bonus episode you did with our friend Carson oh, about scary movie four. And um, I don't know. Do, do I need to go back and watch any of these scary movies? Have you, you seen scary movie four? I haven't seen any of them. You didn't catch it when it hit theaters when we were all in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> There's, for a few reasons. No, there's not a chance that my parents would have let me see that anyway. Oh, too raunchy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, it sounds like it holds up, apparently. I don't know. I think Matt and I, that's, you know, I'll mm-hmm. speak on his behalf, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Since I'm not here for it. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think you, you agree, Matt, right? I, I, it was, like, surprisingly funny. Yeah, yeah. There were things that, because um, it was, like, 2006 that it came out. Like, you know, the, the me back then enjoyed. And there were some other parts that, like, looking back at it again were still pretty funny. Matt couldn't get enough of those fart jokes, dude. He wouldn't shut <laughs> up about them. No, those, those were the ones that I I was not a fan of. And they had a lot of them. So. Yeah, I it definitely held up. Uh, my one biggest criticism is just not enough horror movies were spoofed. Uh, yeah, and Matt is, uh, is racist, I think. Is that what we could Matt notoriously is racist against zombies and vampires. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Matt, what why why are you so upset against zombie vampires? What what I, have they done to you? I mean, be one or the other, do you really have to be uh, both? You're against monster mixing. <laughs> like a, like gene splicing. There we go. You could do that. I don't The song Monster Mash makes Matt so angry. Ooh. Never never mash monsters. <laughs> it's not a graveyard smash. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get on with this. <laughs> uh, 
this week we watched uh, Event Horizon, a 1997 film directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who I think's a hack, but we'll get into it. Cool. <laughs> Man, coming out swinging. This is a movie I picked. I actually didn't know he directed this. If I had known before picking, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> picked this film because I just Dang. think he's he's a bad director. But um, this is a movie about a crew that's sent into space, much like us right now. Uh, mm-hmm. to rescue or recover a derelict ship, the Event Horizon. Something went wrong with it. It disappeared around Neptune, and it has a uh, experimental engine that lets them uh, travel through like a dimensional portal to get around the universe super fast. Mm-hmm. And they get to the ship, things start going wrong, and it basically becomes a haunted mansion movie in space, I guess is how I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like um, Ghost Ship, but... Oh, the, the hit film Ghost Ship. Yeah, which <laughs> I have space. seen, by the way. I have... Wow, that's that's yeah. a rare horror movie you've watched it outside is. of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Kyle, what do you think of Ghost Ship in space? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I looked it up, and I did see it was Paul W.S. Anderson. I was mm, like, okay. Noted hack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, yeah, you know, yeah, I... I would say I'm the biggest fan of his work. Not that I've seen a lot because I can, you can usually tell when he directs something and it, mm-hmm. you know, like you could just see the poster pretty much. The, the big giveaway <laughs> is the opening credits always have this inappropriate rock song that has nothing to do with the tone of the film. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Res- I was getting resident evil, like flashbacks yeah. and it was not good to start the movie good, that way. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was like, okay, whatever uh but i ended up you know kind of having fun for the first half or so Mm -hmm. um and then it really kind of fell apart at the end Mm -hmm. uh just into yeah into complete just nonsense but Mm -hmm. um i think i'd say overall i you know i kind of enjoyed myself okay matt how about you what'd you think of uh event horizon uh i i liked it i mean i i can't remember the last time i watched like an alien movie and i feel like that kind of gave me some alien vibes um i mean just space and mm-hmm. kind of you know things going wrong when you know you normally plan on them not um and i also liked the what i thought was a nice nod to um hellraiser uh <laughs> yeah okay wow let's just dive into it yeah I was, yeah i think it's impossible not to talk about hellraiser Especially for us. I mean, we talk about yeah. Hellraiser every episode. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Think that's just a blanket statement. It. It's impossible not to talk about Hellraiser. <laughs> but, period. Yeah. This is basically like Hellraiser in space, just like mm-hmm. Ghost Ship in space. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, right? Like, it's it, the engine opens a portal to another dimension that is basically hell. Mm-hmm. And. In, in this one it's more like spirits possess things like the ship is now possessed by an evil spirit i guess mm-hmm. um yeah that part was kind of unclear but essentially at the end the doctor main character guy sam neil from sam neil who jurassic park jurassic park thank you yeah and the um, hit show caruso <laughs> is that real <laughs> yeah you can look that up <laughs> one of my favorite shows Can- canceled too soon caruso hive uh-huh. stand okay. up <laughs> i know well, i'm not alone on this I'm, island like our star caruso in the show there's like a bunch of people on the island 
Mm, interesting. Uh, who has like a weird accent? Like, I know he's like so he's like, he's he's from New Zealand or like it's like his real like, accent. It's like his real accent, but like it it kind of sounds <laughs> fake for some reason. Oh, God, it? Man. All right. I don't know. <laughs> we, we don't need to get into that necessarily right now. It just is like weird. It's like it wasn't like a shock. Like, oh, he's like actually you know sounds like this because in Jurassic Park he has an English uh, American accent or whatever. But like, it just doesn't sound real. I don't know. Mm. Um, but anyway, he turns into Hellraiser or it turns into Pinhead at the end. Well, I would argue he turns into Uncle Frank. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's a good be... point. But like. He's got like almost the crisscross pattern of Hellraiser. He does. He he you know basically becomes like flayed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Without I, the pins. But without yes. the pins, this movie it could have been a hundred times better. And let me paint a picture for you. I was <laughs> going to do this later, but we just let's just talk about it now. The okay. engine stops, and when it opens up that portal, mm-hmm. and imagine imagine you're sitting in the theater in 1997. Uh. And, and we're all Hellraiser fans. You're sitting in that theater, and it's a backdoor sequel to Hellraiser no one knew about. Oh. And imagine the hype of when that engine stops, if all of a sudden the Cenobites stepped out. Dude. The theater would have arrived. I get, like, <laughs> chills thinking about That is awesome. Um, yes. It's like that It's like that. Uh, that video, you know, where they put in at the all those people at the bar and then they put a random video yeah, yeah, up on yeah. the screen and they all go crazy uh. like you show that scene of like hell like of all the cenobites stepping out of the portal in this um in event horizon oh and everyone just goes crazy oh my god would there be cheers in that theater oh it would be it would be it's... a deafening roar standing <laughs> ovation you know like in marvel films when people just go lose oh. it like when thor shows up yeah it's like that but all of a sudden butterball <laughs> comes out it's <laughs> just it's just mayhem in the theater. Is it time for a Event Horizon reboot? Is it? Yes, I one hundred percent. This movie is the perfect reboot. It's an older horror film that's not perfect, but has interesting concepts. But yeah, you throw Hellraiser in there. You know, we're we're getting this is the season of Hellraiser. We're getting a Hellraiser TV show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our chance to Are remake. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Oh, don't worry. Well, I'm sure we'll watch that day one. <laughs> Talk about it on this pod. Um, but yeah, if if they did like a crossover, because it, it just makes so much sense. It, it gets yeah. a perfect setup. And really, this film is lacking that central like villain. Or we, we needed some sort of force other than this ethereal possession to come out of the portal. Yeah. Um, or have our main character go through the portal. We have that one character early on who gets sucked in and he talks about how awful it was. And we see like quick cuts of torture and very Hellraiser like punishments, but we need a character actually go in there and like let us experience it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I think they blew their, their budget on all the CGI spaceship planet yeah. shots. They do. They didn't have hell you know, in the budget. <laughs> oh, I mean, you just light some fires and call it good. Yeah. It's not that hard. Uh, what'd you think of the CGI, Matt? Uh, I mean, for, uh, what? 1997 movie, right? I feel yeah. like it, it's good for its time, but yeah, I think they could have, they could have, uh, utilized the money better by bringing in hell or Cenobites or both. Oh so. my God. 
we all agree. Still getting, still getting chills. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't imagine. That would be one of the greatest. I think that'd be the greatest movie scene of all time for me. Especially if he went in blind, not knowing they were showing up. Just picture like, uh, like Dr. Weir and then Butterball. And they do that thing that like, um, Arnold like, Schwarzenegger did, and they yeah. go into the hands, <laughs> clasp the hands. <laughs> oh my god, brother! <laughs> um, I think my favorite shot comes early on, and then I want to hear from you, Kyle, because you say you like the first half better. But and yeah. I think I agree; it's more atmospheric in the first half. Um, my favorite shots when they're going through the storm, and all of a sudden, like the event horizon looms up out of the planetary lightning. Yeah. I guess I don't know what that was, but. Um, it's just a cool shot, and and the ship itself feels less sci-fi, and is almost like this gothic fortress, especially where the engine is, which looks like like a Roman hell device. Like it doesn't look like sci-fi. It's it's uh, yeah weird magic Latin. Like it's very yeah. But what about you, Kyle? What what was it about the first half you liked? I think it was definitely just the the building up of, of everything was just a lot more interesting than that final like execution of what's actually going on and what happens to, to everyone. Um, and also the, how the heck does anyone live? But anyway, um, <laughs> you could say that about any movie pretty much that we've watched, <laughs> but I think it was just, uh, you know, the characters I liked, like the, I liked the, I wish they did it more, but I, I liked the, kind of the team and you know they do the introduction and yeah. you've got like the wisecracker you got like the quiet guy but like who's smart you got like the the witty one and you got the um the girl and... you got the yeah the... <laughs> and you have um you know the the captain who doesn't take any shit um all that stuff it was just uh it was interesting that they you know boarded the ship and then went into the cryo gel couch whatever for 56 days and then they did the introductions um <laughs> i don't know why that introduction he didn't yeah. meet the crew like before that i think my favorite character in this is uh lawrence fishburne he brings mm. this like theatrical uh style to the yeah. performance which i think really helps elevate it early um, yeah his, his performance definitely carries a lot of the bad writing um the writing right. was just just atrocious the dialogue is bad but like one he said one line i can't even remember what it was but when he said it you were like if anyone else said it not just in this movie but maybe any other actor it's like it would have been it would have just fallen flat but like somehow he made it like at least a little more interesting and you're like all right lawrence fishburne all right boys it's time for everyone's favorite game when do you bounce this one's a little tough because you're stuck on a spaceship uh so i guess you could just throw yourself out an airlock like that one guy tried uh-huh uh but matt when do you bounce <sighs> i mean definitely earlier on i mean already on the event horizon so can't really stop much events going forward but like mm-hmm. um i'd say after either the first hallucination for me or the first time I hear a voice that, like, I recognize that's not a part of the crew, um, I would get my ass back to the Lewis and Clark. Though, I know the ship was not um, 
sustainable. I'd like use a a suit. I, I think you could yeah sit in there for a little bit. They definitely they definitely could have fixed like at the end they all start, tried to retreat to the Lewis and Clark and it was like too late and then Sam Neill blew it up. But um, I guess my when do you bounce is I would have been a lot more proactive about getting the Lewis and Clark fixed up mm-hmm. and not just have like one dude doing it. And there's right. little things like near the end when they're trying to escape, a couple characters are like yanking oxygen from the event horizon to take back, which would have helped them get home. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would have done that minute one right. of getting on the event horizon. So my window bounce is similar to you, but it's, you know, and who knows if we make it out, but it's, it's more um, taking initiative early on to being like we need to bounce right at right now fix our ship so even if even if we don't know it's like hell and stuff we can still um you know have our own ship to go home at some point right um, how about you kyle when do you bounce well so they had two people fixing the ship i think at, at once sure. it's, are you saying it's an all hands on deck type yeah, of situation? I think yeah literally everyone on my crew is working on the ship okay um yeah, I think the exact moment is when, uh, I think when it was it Justin, the guy who went out the airlock, but yeah. not then, mm-hmm. but before when his thing like went blank and then the whole Lewis and Clark like blew up or whatever. Um, oh, wait, that's exactly when you said, I think. <laughs> like then that's when you start to fix the ship and just get the heck out of there. I don't even mess yeah, with yeah, like yeah. what's in that, whatever's in the event horizon. I'm just like, I'm out. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when weird things are happening. And even if I'm not bouncing right away, like I'm working on the ship to be able to bounce whenever I need to. Mm-hmm. Instead of them being like, hey, we'll investigate the event horizon, you know, la di da di da. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, yeah. we got to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I'm also surprised because, I mean, everyone was, I mean, aside from the doctor, was pretty reluctant to go in the first place. So I would have thought that they would have, you know, tried their best to not even get onto the event yeah. horizon. That's a good point. Right. That's a good point. But at that, I mean, after the, the Lewis and Clark blew up, which then they had to go to the event horizon for the oxygen and all that. But right. But you could have gotten explain... the, the oxygen yeah. way sooner, is mm-hmm. my point. Like, you should have been doing that. No, way, no, no. Way I'm way saying, earlier. like, not for the, yes, but I'm talking about just to live because they couldn't mm-hmm. breathe on their own ship. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't blame them for getting on the event horizon in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. think, why was it called the Lewis and Clark? Can we dig into that? I suppose the Clark and Lewis. Yes, the order. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're explore. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. Because they're like a rescue ship, not an yeah. exploring. They're ship. They're literally only going places where people already have been. You know what? That's... Maybe maybe that's a bigger theme to Lewis and Clark. You know, uh, people were already oh, there. Oh, wow! Wow, oh. Matt, that is Matt. that's the point of the night. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, for really a nine, point. for a nineteen ninety seven movie, they 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 were way ahead of their time. Yeah, I can't believe uh, Paul W S Anderson had this type of commentary in his yeah. sci fi action. Movie. <laughs> Look a little like closer, that. Chris, uh, and you might find <laughs> some bigger themes. <laughs> I got to reexamine the Resident Evil series. <laughs> There's all these hidden gems. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Could you believe? So at the beginning. Um, it's 2015 when they have a permanent colony on Mars. Oh, Do you I know. imagine our 2015? No, no, not not on Mars. It was a uh, 
first permanent moon on, base on I the believe. moon. I think it was like twenty thirty on Mars. Oh. Yeah, 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 but well, still, still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sci-fi always is like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand ten or two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that like was a makes a little more sense with how far away it was. Whatever, but like this was made in 97 then it was it was like oh, 18 yeah. years later right, we're gonna right, have right. a permanent moon base and it's like the year doesn't even really matter just make it like 2050 like who cares it's yeah it's almost or just don't even say like who cares to that <laughs> mm. level like just oh, yeah. we just it was assume pointless. it's in the future it was pointless exposition yeah my favorite was they showed that um they do like a lower third title for that space station above earth and they're like the so-and-so aerial space space. Oh, uh-huh. And then literally it cuts. And we never go inside that place. And then it does another lower third saying the Lewis and Clark as it's like flying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did you show, why did we have to see that space space above Earth? It was meaningless. Like, it had yeah. no purpose. As That's where the doctor woke up, was based out of, I guess. And then went on the Lewis and Clark. But I know. literally useless. No. Yeah. yeah it's, I agree. Um. All right. Let's play everyone's second favorite game. Mm. Take it away, Kyle. You know it. Oh yes. The wait. Second favorite game this week. All I'll right. take it. All right. Uh, it's case study. What does this movie make a good case for? And as always, sometimes we start with Matt. <laughs> what does this movie make a good case for that uh, you think the character? character should have done this or... is my favorite part by the way when matt scrambles to i know no, i actually i actually have one i actually have okay. one and mm-hmm. i'm reusing the one that i did in uh i know what you did last summer stick together there is oh, no oh, yeah, yeah. need to to i mean justin wouldn't have gone into what was it the core right or yeah, that the portal, gravity but, yeah yeah it wouldn't have gone in there in the first place if he was with the group so. That's true. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, just a good one for all horror, I feel like. Stick together. Stick together. Mm-hmm. Chris? Stay away from messages in Latin. <laughs> if someone's talking to you in Latin, you hear something in Latin, get the hell out of there. Because, well, they... spoiler, okay. Latin's the language of our good friend Satan. And so <laughs> if you ain't trying to hang with Satan, you don't want to be anywhere near Latin. <laughs> but didn't, uh, they thought it said, uh, save me in Latin. But the key was it was in Latin, so they should have stayed away in the first place. True. Yeah. I, I thought that was crazy. Why? I mean, it's like, what, 2040? Still using Latin? Like, not even now. And also, like, no one knew what it was before that one random doctor yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, I was going to bring that up, yeah. It's like, computers, <laughs> this is the future. You think, like, some AI would hear that and be like, oh, hey, that's Latin. Even I, yeah. who don't speak Latin, would probably be like... I think that's Latin, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna Google this. You know, no, it was like I think it was like NASA ran it through filters, and this is what we came up with. Mm-hmm. And then and then the doctor was like, "That doesn't even constitute as a language." But then the guy behind him was like, "Actually, it's Latin." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like teams and teams of Earth scientists. I have to like listen to this message and no clue. And, and this random like trauma expert. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh shoot my turn i guess uh this yeah. movie makes a good case for um letting uh let a sleeping dog lie i think um uh, you know event horizon gone for seven years mysteriously shows back up um you know it it had like that um 
stuff on board that, or like it had the gravity you know time it could time travel basically or or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it like warp kind what of can thing. warp mm-hmm. from one place to the other and um yeah not time travel but travel like fashion like and and then it comes back and you're like oh yeah you, you naturally would want to see it but like they tried to contact it they didn't know any they couldn't reach anybody on it I'm, I'd be like, eh, just let's just leave it alone. Like something's off there, you know. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, yeah, let a sleeping dog lie. Right. Mm-hmm. Matt, yeah, uh, kind of to piggyback on that. Uh, don't um, chase the unknown. You know, I felt like they were working with with things that they didn't totally have a grasp on, and I feel like also. Because they were trying to get, like, what, to Neptune, was it? Mm-hmm. Do you really need to go out that far? No, uh, they were going to be past Neptune. Past Neptune? Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, I feel like, the edge of the you know, kind of with that sleeping dog's lie, you know, don't don't mess with powers that you you don't All even right. know. Matt, uh, a notorious yeah. enemy of progress. All right. Um <laughs> 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 okay, Matt doesn't want to progress the humanity any further. Chris, <laughs> next up. Uh, I do want to progress humanity because this movie makes a great case for hanging swivel chairs. Our good oh. friend Fishburne had an incredible captain's chair. That, that thing was looks good. so much fun. I want one in my apartment right now. It would be incredible. Yeah, did they take that? Did he take that from the Matrix set and just like bring it over? <laughs> I, maybe <laughs> it, it it was very similar to the Matrix uh, p- uh, real world ship spoiler yeah. real world ship stuff for the Matrix. They're in a computer land. <laughs> Thank you for explaining <laughs> that. spoilers. Well, no, the Matrix. You know, the, wait, the Matrix was after ninety. Uh, it was in ninety nine. Excuse wait, me. Wait, really? Oh my yeah, god! Oh, wow. So I think Lawrence brought the, this chair from this <laughs> he movie. Brought, he <laughs> loved this chair so like, much. Hey, I have a good idea. <laughs> He's like, I'll be in your your Matrix movie out of one, one game, my one rider. <laughs> I must have every, as he's sitting in it. <laughs> yeah, every single Lawrence Fishburne performance since this movie, he's had that chair. I just yeah. have never noticed. He's so he's cameoed the chair in <laughs> each film. Just look out for it. He lives in that chair. He like only negotiates his contracts from that chair. Right. It's, yeah. <laughs> he's had it installed in planes. Mm-hmm. And just flies around. Um. All right. This movie makes a good case. Actually, do I have any more? I don't think I even have any more. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah. So one and done for Kyle. One, a one and done for, for the, the creator of this game. <laughs> okay. Matt, do you have any more? Uh, no, I'm going to gonna play it safe here. So Okay, okay well, Chris? I have one last one that okay. I think you guys will both co-sign. Mm. This okay. movie makes a great case for the Cenobites. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> more I mean, Cenobites. Yes. Of, course. of course. Noticeable in their absence. Uh-huh. Absence. This movie would have been maybe Academy Award winning. I think it would have at least Ooh. gotten the nod. Ooh, okay. If, if the Cenobite showed up. If the Cenobite showed up. I mean, look, we'll never know. But mm-hmm. we can only theorize. It's like if like Tom Hanks shows up in a movie, it's like an automatic contender. Right, right, right. It's like exactly. Cenobites are... <laughs> it's award bait. You know, some people <laughs> you know shake their heads and say, oh, you put the Cenobites in your movie? You're just chasing awards. <laughs> you know? No kidding, you yeah. released it in November. We see what you're doing. But you know what? If it works, it works. I can't yeah. fault them. 
Can't fault them. All right. That is case closed. Oh, okay. that was with authority this time. Yeah. I thought it was a real good case study session. <laughs> really As they all it. are. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you didn't like the second half as much, Kyle? No. It, um, it, it really just accent, went off the... Huh? <laughs> that accent. <laughs> It, it just went off the rails. It just kind of was like descended into chaos, which I guess is the point because it was hell. And I think even he said like, it's chaos in hell. I don't know, something to that effect. But it really just was kind of like, my eyes kind of glazed over for a second there. And I was just like, okay, things are they're just going wrong. I got it. Yeah, Nothing interesting is kind of happening though. I liked the first third of this film. I thought the introductions was were good. I thought the atmosphere was good when they first got to the ship. The second third, I was getting kind of bored because I find nightmare sequence, hallucination, horror, really boring and dumb. Mm -hmm. And so that was basically the whole second third. And then the third third, the final third. (laughs) third um, third. Yeah, I agree. It was too much. It was just, it didn't feel earned. And again, it was missing that like bad, like, I wanted the gates of hell to open and literally like we got those flashes. I wanted like torture Mm. and blood and guts and gore. Like, Oh yeah. You saw on the computer, like the, yeah, exactly. What happened to the other crew. Oh man. We needed that level of like just craziness. And I think just in general, this movie felt a little bit too tame. I needed a little bit more carnage or violence, especially early on. Like we needed like a couple early deaths just to keep us going through. So that second, a third of the film where it just it was just so i don't know yeah they even saved the guy who's like clearly about to die from that right. like going out into space and somehow they save him and it's just like and then that guy ends up living the whole rest of the movie i, I, I forgot that they were like we have cooper uh uh yeah the the, sorry stark and then justin and you're like oh yeah justin, shit. <laughs> justin was there <laughs> Dude, he's messed up though. His eyes burst. Like, oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, did, did they just do that like kind of ominous horror movie thing where like the door closes a little bit and yeah, have what a was musical that? note? And it's like, what was that? Were they trying? They to obviously imply... had that that like dream sequence where it was like, yeah, that was you know it was uh, it was the guy actually, but then it was the actual rescue crew, and then they just closed the door, and it's like. What are they gonna like kill them all in there, or like are they still not escaped? I guess that the, the theory is like that half of the event horizon it's still is still haunted, possessed, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haunted. <laughs> but it, it was really, yeah, that was dumb. Uh, yeah, like literally just open the door and you're fine. Like the ship <laughs> itself wasn't really killing people other than giving hallucinations that would cause you to like fall down a hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was they, it needed Sam Neill to mess people up like physically himself. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like it's not that scary. You just walk over, even if you have to like power cut the door open and then just leave. You know, <laughs> yeah. How hard could it be? I mean, what they could have done is just made it even like a a knockoff doom of like you know, isn't that what happens? Like they open the gates of hell and yeah, and, and like yeah. just pour yeah. pour out. Uh, yeah, this is very Doom like as well. In in fact, the film Doom, which is not that great, like feels almost like the same as this film, where it's like early group gets messed up, and then you know, but there's monsters, and so it's a little bit more physical mm-hmm. um, in the threat. 
was that the one uh, with the rock? Yeah, the rock. Yeah. Okay. I did. It becomes like a hell monster at the end. Spoilers for Doom. No. Oh shit! I I couldn't really remember, but like, I definitely watched that movie on a a portable DVD player on a car trip. And (laughs) if you see that movie, obviously, then you know it's dark. And this was like bright afternoon, and I'm like trying to get (laughs) an angle in the car, you know, and like hunch down and like make sure try to see shit. And I couldn't. I was like, this movie sucks. I can't, (laughs) you know. I can't believe you watched that film. I mean, that's a little bit more action, but it's still got some like horror elements. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I probably didn't know. I was just there for the guns and doom and everything. Yeah, it was probably the part where it where it turned into a first person. Oh uh, God! Shooter part. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that part. That is so bad. Man, we gotta have to watch that in the future sometime. You <laughs> yeah. finally be able to see it, Kyle. You've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, it's so basically, it's I saw like I saw like just a black yeah. screen. <laughs> um, Matt, any last thoughts on? Uh... I was gonna say Hellraiser. <laughs> I wish or, it was uh... or Doom or Ghost Ship yeah. in Space. Or Ghost Ship in Space. Yeah. Uh. I I liked it at least kind of you know the first half and then yeah it kind of goes off the rails from there but um I don't know it it kind of made me want to go watch an alien film or a Hellraiser so <laughs> yeah uh my favorite I I forgot I wanted to mention my favorite line I think the best moment in this oh, entire I film think I don't do is there's two, but my favorite one is they they finally get the video to watch and they see just the chaos and everyone's like screaming and eating each other and all this stuff uh, and it ends and Lawrence Fishburne just deadpan goes we're leaving <laughs> just stands up and I'm like <laughs> it's so great it's just like the like the most realistic reaction like when you see that kind of horrific violence yeah. and you're just like nope it, it embodied <laughs> with you bounce like he's just like fuck this i'm out uh-huh. <laughs> yeah he, uh, yeah he didn't like overreacted like over dramatize it and be like yeah no. it's like he's like <laughs> a dad like he's like all right pack it up kids <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <We're leaving. laughs> yeah matt any do you have another thought uh i was gonna say my favorite line right. which i'm surprised you didn't say no please go ahead was when lawrence fishburne says fuck this ship yeah that's really good too <laughs> he's okay. he's he's the best in this whole film like, oh, he's absolutely. just a lot of fun uh-huh. um all right well uh i don't have a favorite line i can't remember i'm sorry that's okay <laughs> sorry i should have asked you that's on yeah, me kyle no. <laughs> do you have a favorite line <laughs> <laughs> no i can't remember oh okay maybe next time write that down you know that's yeah. a bit we always do I, our, we end with our favorite, yeah, favorite quote i do sometimes think about when i hear a line I'm like oh i should write that down and then i never do so okay well that's worth. maybe season five you'll pick up that trick <laughs> <laughs> we're all rooting for you <laughs> my goal for season five is you to start writing down your favorite line and matt to actually write down his case studies I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's good to have goals. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Okay. At the end of every episode, we ask an important question. Mm-hmm. After watching Hellraiser in Space, <laughs> are mm-hmm. you a horror movie fan? No. Well, then the podcast must continue. And all I have is one last thing to say We're leaving.